Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, featuring the Serenity Shield team, presenting Strongbox. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday, which means it's time for Secret Spaces. We do these every Tuesday. We do these at 4 p.m. UTC today. We are hosting... The Serenity Shield team, oh my gosh, I got to learn how to speak in the next couple minutes. The Serenity Shield team, who's presenting Strongbox, they are integrating secret contracts in a really interesting way, but they're also straddling a few different Layer 1 blockchain universes. I am very excited to hear them talk about how they're doing that and why users are in for an experience they've never had before in Web3. So we'll kick off here in just a moment. Let's let the room fill a little bit. We're going to do our usual promotion, get this link out around the ecosystem. Also going to bring up Patrick here. So I'm Tor from Secret Foundation, bringing up Patrick from Secret Foundation as well. Please do us a favor, share this link around inside your communities. Please share with everyone interested in your secret communities, your Cosmos communities, your Solana communities, your NFT communities. Let's just try to pack the room because this is going to be a really insightful conversation. Patrick, let me know when all the relevant tweets are out and we can pin them to this space. We do tend to do some fun things with secret spaces such as secret badges. So let's take a second and try to get this all set up before we kick off, usually about five minutes after the top of the hour. All right, the tweet is out and the announcement is pinned in the space. Wonderful. Yep, check out that pinned tweet, everyone. Please help us share that link around as well. The badge for today is now live. So secret badges are free to mint NFTs on secret network. They have private by default ownership and they usually come with some form of public and private metadata. So today, go ahead and claim the badge. We'll give you the claim code soon. For right now, we're going to kick off, start introducing the Serenity Shield team that is here today. Uh, let them get through some personal introductions. We'll take the time again to keep pushing this link around, filling the room so that everybody gets to hear about this. We always record these as well, upload them to the secret YouTube. If you are not a subscriber to the Secret Network YouTube, we are starting to push a lot more content there. Dev videos, educational videos, interviews with community members, everything secret, everything privacy. Really excited to see this push forward. So let's get started. Today, we are excited to have the Serenity Shield team with us. We got a number of different members of the team. So please, everybody, uh, let's go. First of all, before we get deep into the project, uh, let's get through our guest introductions for everybody who's here on stage. And also just confirm for me, is there anybody else that we need to bring up here on stage or is it, uh, are we all here? We are all here. Great. Then let's go ahead and get started. So anyone in any order, please introduce yourselves. Remember, we're, we're going to get into what Serenity Shield is in just a second. So if these are personal introductions, all the better. And then the very first question is going to be, what the heck are you guys building? But let's at least learn Absolutely. who you are. Yeah, I know it's like, keep it short and sweet. So I am Nikos. I am head of marketing and communication with the Serenity Shield team. As you can tell with the Scottish accent, I'm based in the United Kingdom. And part of uh, this multidisciplinary team, we're, we're scattered all over the globe, like most of these projects nowadays. So uh, I've been enjoying the, the, the kind of whirlwind journey uh, in the last year of helping the, the team uh, spread the message, define our sort of communication structure. And yeah, as you say, Tor, as we delve deeper, I'm happy to happy to go a bit more into that uh, as and when required. Hey, everybody. My name is Justin. I'm based in the US. 
Um, I joined the Serenity Shield team back in January, and I work as product lead in business development here at Serenity Shield. Um, really excited to be here. My background is small business ownership and uh, management, and I'm happy and psyched to be able to use those skills uh, in the tech space. Finally, it's something that I've always been interested in. I've flirted with the crypto universe since 2017, never been a great trader, but always willing to learn. And the Serenity Shield team, some of the connections I've made here with people like able to push me in the right direction, how to just, you know, trade better or surround myself with people in the space that are actually trustworthy, if you can believe it, um, has been a really transformative uh, experience for me. And I'm just honored to be here talking to you all today. Hi, guys. Uh, and and ladies, I'm Dan. I'm the uh, copywriter and content creator for Serenity Shield. As you can probably tell from my accent, I am not Scottish. Uh, I'm here in the United States as well. Uh, like Justin, I also joined back in January. And, you know, I'm, I'm basically what you consider a, a privacy maximalist. I think that uh, um, that is important for all of us, especially as we move into a more digital uh, life you know, how everybody's going these days. So, you know, I'm happy to be a, a part of this project. I'm happy to see so many people here that are similarly interested in what we're trying to do here. So thank you for coming. Well, thank you guys for being here. I know we're waiting on maybe Unomas to join in here, but let's go ahead and hopefully the technical issues get sorted out. I think we are 70, 75% of the way there regardless. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's jump in. Let's talk about what Serenity Shield actually is, what it does. We'll get into why you're choosing to build on Secret. But of course, uh, you guys are building across multiple networks, including Solana. So hopefully after this is done, we'll also get to do a lot more education of the Solana ecosystem uh, as to how all of these networks can interconnect. This, this is definitely an exploration of how Secret Network can be part of a privacy as a service solution for the broader Web3 space, not just an isolated ecosystem, which certainly has never been our vision. So let's go get into it. Let's talk about what is Serenity Shield. Okay, I'm happy to take that. So Serenity Shield is supposed to be like the calm amid the storm. Everybody here has been burnt by something in crypto at one point or another. We all came in pretty green. Uh, whether it was trust issues or being led in the wrong direction by scammers who were overly clever. I'm sure a lot of us have horror stories of accidentally giving away seed phrases and or losing seed phrases, paper wallets being thrown away, hardware wallets being corrupted, tossed, misplaced, all that. So what Serenity Shield set out to do was actually create a solution for our ourselves, first and foremost, where we didn't see uh, a product already existing in the space for a private and secure, um, uh, you know, solution to actually store data and digital assets on chain in a way that was completely decentralized um, and non-custodial to the point where even the user setting up their uh, Strongbox account is what we ended up going with the name with. But setting up that account, you're never exposing seed phrases to yourself. Right. So um, that's, I guess, getting a little ahead of myself, why we decided to, to create on Secret Network. We, we didn't want the user to be at any point accidentally able to compromise their own data. Right. Because secret phases are everything. And if you give away a seed key accidentally, it's all over. So that's what we set out to do. And what we ended up coming up with was a product called the Strongbox. And it's our decentralized DAP application. And the way it works is, you go to serenityshield.io. You're going to be asked to join our DAP or connect to our, you know, connect your wallet to our DAP with whatever wallet you're using. For the purposes of this explanation, I'll say in my case, it's Trust Wallet. And I'm coming here to remove the need for paper wallets because I'm sick of hiding them all over everybody's homes, uh, in my own home, in the walls, wherever, like a freaking crypto squirrel. So if anything ever were to happen to my house, I'm screwed, right? Um, so I would come with my trust wallet, connect to the DAP, and I fill out uh, an account. And it's an account like any other Web2 application might ask you to provide um, you know, information to identify yourself to your account. So like first name, last name, 
Uh, we do ask for phone numbers because we want people to have push notifications, and I'll explain this later, but it's all part of our security protocol to make sure you are you and that you are able to exercise full self-sovereignty over your own data. Um, so I go through that application process, and then that's when Secret comes into play. Before you go to our dashboard on the DAP, you actually create what's called, and I'm going to do air quotes, but you can't see me, Serenity Wallet. And what Serenity Wallet is, is actually just um, building in the secret network's privacy by design um, architecture so that our dashboard essentially operates as in the way like a user wallet would operate um, in that it will shroud all the data and encrypt everything that you do without ever telling you the seed phrase of that wallet or allowing you to have access to possibly give away uh, those credentials in the future or even have to worry about backing them up because the whole point of our our solution here is to actually make it so users don't have to stress over figuring out what a million different wallets are, what they mean, how to actively um, store that information in a way that's proactively safe for yourself, right? So once you're there, you encrypt your data on the secret network, then that seed phrase is what is actually sharded into three and turned into the NFTs that are created and minted on Solana. Um, the reason we use the Solana chain is for speed and affordability, because right now it's very, very cheap to do that, um, especially with the price of Solana being low. And interoperability is in the future. But the cool thing about our product right now is once it's you know released in its current state, it's a full working solution. Um, I like to think about it as we're you know complementing. Oh my God, sorry, it's a complementary solution because it pairs the speed and affordability with Solana with the privacy by design architecture of secret network. So our users really get both best of both worlds. Um, and once the NFTs are minted on Solana, a user is open and free to wrap that currently in uh, Ethereum network, BSC network, or leave it on Solana. So interoperability really will be the icing on the cake um, in the future. But I always like to stress that our, our solution works without that. That's really just a bonus. Um, so that's like the high level, the very high level of of what it is and, and how it works. Amazing. No, I appreciate you walking us through all of that. I mean, again, like these are the kinds of web free applications mm -hmm. that we've been hoping forever people would be building and scaling and using less so the stuff that's just uh, more purely driven around, let's say, speculation around assets. It's clearly not the the vision here. This is around the safety of assets. Right. I mean, and everybody here, everybody here right now could use this, myself included. I'm like chomping at the bit to create a real one, you know, like off test net. Like I want my stuff in a strong box because I'm sick of being out and wondering like what happens if someone finds that notebook? You know what I mean? Like who knows? Or uh, now we know it's a notebook. Down. Huh? Now yeah, now you know notebook. you don't know how many notebooks I have though. So like that's redundancy, right? I'm building in redundancy like uh, what's his name? The Hughes guy in that Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he pees in jars and grows his fingernails out. Like that's basically, go. yeah. No one wants to you live guys like are the that, aviator right? Now. Yeah, yeah, we're the aviator. No one wants to live like the aviator. We want to be in Web three and exercise self sovereignty over data actually stored on Ledger, right? We want to yeah. use that. That's the point. Yeah, I would. I would say that at this point, I would not be surprised to learn that we have a Web three protocol that's dedicated to the speculation on peeing in jars. <laughs> so I'm very glad to hear that you guys are solving a different level of the stack. Yes, exactly. Well, since you brought up Strongbox, I should mention, if you haven't guessed already, we have a claim code for today's secret badge. So if you see the pins tweet here in the space, click it. You can get to claim your secret badge. The claim code is Strongbox, all capital letters. All one word, strong box. And there's something in the private metadata that you can only see. If you get the badge, decrypt the badge, you will see a special message from the Serenity team that's going to show you a little bit of a preview. So I would encourage you guys, if you're listening, this is a great reason to start using Secret at all. If you're not using the app, the app ecosystem already, go use that claim code, claim your very first Secret badge, decrypt the metadata, go see what's up. Uh, and that you will always have a record that you were here, but you don't have to tell anybody if you don't want to. They are private by default. Just a really cool thing that you can do with Secret, but obviously you can do so much more than that. Serenity Shield is talking about how they're doing so much more with that. So let's talk for a second. Uh, we now know what Serenity Shield is. 
We now kind of know how you're leveraging secret. Why did you choose then to build specifically on secret? What was it about the network or the ecosystem that appealed to you? Justin, do you want me to start here? You can come in in the back of it. Yes. Yeah, sure. So, well, go, I think you have to go back to where the concept originally came from. And it was, it was born out of a very sort of superficial idea to recover our data. It wasn't, it was the, the need and, and, and the kind of gap in the market we spotted that seed phrases were causing problems. Uh, there was loss that was leading to, I mean, what was it, 14 billion? We, we've seen some reports, $14 billion over 2021, 2020 to 2021. And we saw this market gap where we had to solve this problem. Now, it was during that phase that we didn't want to come up with a solution that just simply solved the problem superficially. So for us, privacy is at the forefront of everything that we think about and what we were trying to aspire to, to, to work towards. And obviously, as we all know, blockchain has got a bit of an inherent problem, generally where privacy by design just doesn't really exist in the space. And it was that that led us to Secret Network. And when Secret Network came up, it was clear right away that there was a there was a, a way for us to provide a practical approach to achieving a privacy solution with our product, as well as solving the seed phrase problem as well, which was the recovery and then the inheritance part of that. Adding the layer of privacy for us now gives us the scope to appeal to an audience that shares the philosophy that we have of providing a decentralized solution that really does, as Justin says, gives us back that self-sovereignty uh, self and autonomy for ourselves to make choices for ourselves, which then ties into this digital rights message as well that we are very, very big on. And with Secret Network being there as a sort of champion for privacy, and, and not even just the champs, but having the infrastructure in place to allow us to do that, it just made, from a, from, from a, from a sort of philosophical standpoint more than anything else, it was just an easy decision to start there and not even consider going anywhere else. Because if we can, if we can use uh, privacy as the base point and giving people back self-sovereignty and, and empowering our customers and users of the strong box, then that's just that added layer and that USP that really just separates the Shields vision out from where others may have tried before. And I think it's probably why uh, the space is not really successful as yet because for me and for the guys in the team, the whole point of being in this space is to, is, is to take advantage of the decentralized nature of what we do. And to, to do it, to be doing that, we're going to have to think forward with these Web3 solutions. So on that, on that level alone, before we even get to the technical element, that was some of the kind of uh, more sort of philosophical and ideological reasons behind behind the, why we chose to build on Secret Network. Also, just from a tech side, I do want to jump in real quickly and, and mention that at no point during the use of uh, our DAP or the creation of a Strongbox does Serenity Shield take ownership or access of assets. We're not a, That's not what we actually are doing. What we're doing is we're creating an encrypted storage solution for our, our users to protect access to their digital assets that only they and they alone ever have access to. Um, even, you know, in the assignment of the air, as Nico's pointed out in the terms of inheritance, we have an inactivity policy with our smart contract that will only issue the heirs NFT to unlock and claim the contents of the strong box in the event that the user or owner of that strong box has passed away as far as the smart contract is concerned. And the way that works is, for example, if I want to leave a strong box to my wife, um, say I live a very risky life, let's say, and I think I'm going to be dead within three weeks. So I leave a strong box to my wife with a timeout of three weeks and, you know, I go up on my way, bungee jumping, it snaps and I'm gone. Within three weeks of my death, that smart contract will time out at which point um, it will try to reach me via push notification, which is why we ask for um, cell phone numbers. In the event of that failing, it'll reach out via email. And then in the event of that failing, it actually will do, uh, there'll be a phone call. Someone from Serenity Shield will, will reach out, not about having access to the data or even knowing what is stored, because that's completely out of our hands and, and totally in the hands of the user. But in a way, just to say like, hey, Justin, are you dead? 
And if all of those things show that, hey, Justin's not responding, so he must be dead, um, the smart contract would issue the NFT to my wife. And at which point that's that whole process would start again. It would be push notification, email, and phone call. In the event that my wife or my heir and I die at the same time, we will have backup heirs. So say in the horrible event that we are in a car accident together and we, and we both pass away, but we left um, a secondary inheritance for our kid. Uh, then our kid would end up being the one that would uh, get the push notifications, emails, and calls in the event that neither of us were alive to, you know, interact with with the DAP to have that information um, divulge to get the air NFT. In the horrible event that your primary and secondary air and any airs that follow are all perish in some way, we are going to have the option that when a user sets up a strong box, they can. Um, declare a charity that they would like their the value of their assets to be issued to so that that stuff does, just doesn't sit as dead weight on chain and the whole thing with inheritance and the way that we look at it it's you know it's your strong box their future there is up to you there might be trusted friends uh family members loved ones there might be the future of you know an art institution that you really like and you'd like to support or a college or you know anything education based music arts whatever um, you know, cause for human rights, like, you know, you might want to see your, the value of your asset go do good in the event of your death. I mean, it's essentially your legacy on ledger outliving you because the internet is forever. And if we do this right, we can be private and secure in participating in the infinite internet. And, you know, that's kind of why we're here. And I'm sorry that turned into a long thing. I just, I, I'm so passionate about what we're doing that, I kind of go off, but yeah, that's the full scope of kind of our ethos here too. Well, and I'll also add to that, that this is not just in the crypto space. I mean, we all, I think everybody here probably knows this, but we're about to see our entire society completely change over the next five to 10 years as everything gets tokenized. And the need for this sort of digital security and digital privacy is going to become significantly more important over time. It just is. My background, I, I have been in finance. I, you know, um, I was actually in um, the retail end of financial planning, helping people to set up their estates and things like that. There's going to be an enormous need for that. I can't tell you how many times I saw people in that space, the traditional finance space, their their last dying wishes of who their people who who they wanted to have as their heirs. Um, those decisions were suborned by people that had claims on their assets and were able to undo the things that they had chosen to do with their assets. So getting back to what Justin was saying, you know, we want to empower people to have the ability to make sure that what they choose to do with their assets, make sure that they, what they choose to do with their, their information, their critical information gets passed on to wherever they need to do. And that that is what our our project is is based around doing. Yeah, that was thorough, guys. Thank you so much for that multi-pronged answer. I don't ever consider it a rant. Clearly, you guys are passionate about what's being built. And I can speak for the entire secret community in saying, like, we have been waiting for these kinds of use cases to emerge leveraging the core tech because of just how broadly this can be applied. Um, you, you you spoke for a bit. I know we have a, a loose agenda lined up here. Do you want to get a bit more? in the simplest terms about how it actually works on a technical level, like how it's leveraging secret contracts. Uh, and then after that, like what we wanted to get to is like how this is also uh, bridging a couple different network ecosystems here. Um, we can kind of tackle these in whatever order. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think those questions are definitely good for Justin. So happy to happy to proceed from there and we'll, we'll see where it goes. So, yeah. So like, like I was saying um, earlier, the way that we, the way that we use the secret smart contract is in kind of like that holder wallet. So I, I'm going to call it Serenity Wallet for lack of better terms because it's like a wallet within a dashboard within the space. But the whole idea is that the smart contract from secret is what dictates the actual setup of the, of the strong box. So I guess I'll go back to that too process because it's, it's a bit easier to explain with the step-by-step. -step. So as I mentioned before, I did gloss over it pretty hard, but 
once you get through to the dashboard, you're asked if you want to open up a strong box for either a personal use, which could be, you know, like my notebook that we all know about now, um, or an air, uh, strong box, which could be something that I leave to my wife with backup airs. So in either case, it's, it's the, the process is the same with an extra step. You just add airs for the non-personal box. Um, so if I'm doing a personal strong box, I tell the smart contract what I want it to host. So I want it to host the encrypted data of whatever that is that I'm putting in there. And that could be, um, you know, anything that's anything at all, like quite literally, it could be anything. For my case, it's going to be seed phrases to maybe some Bitcoin that I definitely don't own. Um, so I set that up with my with my personal strong box, and that goes through a review process to me to show like, hey, did you really mean you want to save these things to this wallet? Here's the seed phrase that you're putting in for that wallet that you hope to reclaim later. Um, and then once you do the review and then you sign that inactivity policy and mint that strong box, you're minting it on secret network through the secret network contract, which actually will end up holding um, one of the three NFTs that are minted on Solana. It's going to be the one that the contract needs to actually speak with your wallet to make sure that you are you. It's like the second part to the yin-yang because we're doing um, our process is based on Shamir's secret sharding. So it's a two out of three threshold. So from there, the user actually does everything within the dashboard without ever being exposed to the seed phrases or anything like that, thanks to what we're able to do with the smart contract on secret. And then um, that's basically just pushed through to Solana where it is sharded into the three NFTs that you can either leave on Solana or claim later. With interoperability, we'll be able to go in both directions. Right now, it's kind of like trying to think of an analogy in like a different way of what it's, I honestly can't. It's literally, it's a parallel and complementary solution. And apologies for (laughs) tripping over the word complementary. Sometimes that one gets a little bit big in my mouth, but um, yes. Amazing. Uh, I hope that we, well, we always leave the last like 10 to 15 minutes for questions from the audience. So if people have questions who are here, maybe from the Solana ecosystem and don't know that much about secret, or if people here from the secret ecosystem don't know that much about Solana, they will definitely have the opportunity to like ask you guys to go a bit deeper onto like the pieces of it that they may not understand, but rather than, you know, go back and, try to explain every L1 from scratch, you know, I'll just restate it to say, you know, like Secret has these very unique privacy capabilities. Solana has focused a lot on scalability, throughput, low fees, et cetera. So that is something that we're looking at, like how can we provide this exact same level of privacy as a service to every network, IBC or otherwise. And here's an example of how a non-IBC network, but a very large and adopted one is leveraging uh, Secret contracts all the same. Uh, the app layer is definitely where all of this experimentation is happening. It's awesome to see you guys being uh, pioneers in that regard. Yeah. So let's, oh, oh I'm so, I just want to really quickly too thank you and your team for working with us so closely because when we first took a call back in now maybe February, it's been a crazy freaking ride for the last five to six months working on this, but you've been nothing but accepting of what we were looking to do and super, super helpful from dev to dev. I remember on the first call we had, like the exploration call, the synergy was unbelievable. Our team was like over the moon, freaked out about, hey, next step is we're going to be working with secret devs. And then just to see the progression from a small Telegram channel, like fleshing out to everything that the developers are talking about daily and then seeing the questions from our devs being answered by secret devs and then being directly implemented in our solution on the back end through Slack and Linear and everything that it's just freaking fantastic. So I really wanted, I meant to say this at the beginning, but we're humbled that we've been accepted into Secrets ecosystem. We don't take that lightly. The trust is definitely much appreciated and we want to make sure to uphold everything that Secrets about, implement it in our systems and then move forward together in a way that is about privacy, security, digital rights for everyone, self-sovereignty in the DeFi space. Like really, (laughs) it's a match made in heaven from as far as I can see in my perspective anyway, I don't want to speak for anybody else in the team, but um, I definitely wanted to get that out of the way too. So, you know, thank you. Thank you. Well, we really appreciate it, but I should note that that thank you really goes out to a whole constellation of stakeholders across the secret ecosystem, right? Because there's secret labs supporting from the business development and layer one development side 
you know, we at the foundation do our best to bring interesting people into the ecosystem, activate the community, empower them, tell the story around privacy more generally, host spaces like this. We have the secret agents who do that work on the ground. We have a number of community committees. We have so many people in our ecosystem who are collaborating together to make these kinds of relationships possible. So my hope is that you have felt and continue to feel that level of support from everybody in the secret ecosystem. And that as they come to understand your products a bit better and your roadmap, that they continue to become very core members of your community, telling the story even more broadly. Just always let us know, not just me, obviously, but all of us in the secret ecosystem, how we can be helping you guys as you try to scale these solutions. It's, it's our pleasure to be promoting things that are really moving the needle for what's possible with Web3 Tech. So with all of that said, I do have a couple more scheduled questions. And one of them is about what I was just saying. Like, we would love to understand then what the roadmap looks like for the next few months, where we are now and where we're going sort of immediately next. What can people be looking forward to? Yeah, Todd, I think that, that does lead on nicely from where we were just now. And just, just to echo what you guys have been saying as well, and I think this will tie into a roadmap as well. From my perspective, I'm coming at things from a completely different angle, as you can appreciate, looking at it from the community side, marketing, uh, the rhetoric of the project, uh, the, the global messaging, and, and obviously people like Dan that are on the call as well, big, big part of helping with that process as well. But there's a couple of people in particular on the secret side that have just been outstanding. And one of them is uh, obviously Patrick that's on, on the call just now. Uh, he's been fantastic with everything that, that we, we could have asked for and more. I was saying to Patrick yesterday, just the kind of level of response alone in itself is just great to see in this space. We need more of that as we as we progress with more solutions and we try to develop the space in an ethical way to deliver something that's actually tangibly usable for, for, for users because I think that's one of the things that's been missing with so many other kind of projects that, that, that emerge. And uh, for, for us, Having people round about is that can share that philosophy and are willing to just step up and help. It's it's really refreshing for me on a personal level, and it's a testament to all of the kind of hard work you guys do. And it's clearly making its way through the whole of the secret, the, the labs, the foundation, the network, everything that you guys have got going on. Because I had another call today with uh, one of your other guys who heads up the secret agents. Uh, side of things and also offering a complete <laughs> bundle of help that uh, you know you just you don't get those like kind of uh, levels of support every day so it's fantastic and that leads me on to the roadmap because obviously a roadmap that we where I'm looking at it just now in front of me it's incredible to think where we were a year ago and how much the roadmap has changed along the way as well, Tor. It's been obviously something you have to be very dynamic on. You have to be adaptable to the things that happen around about you. Your solution, obviously, it changes based on what you thought you knew. And then you find out the things that you didn't know and you have to adapt. it. And that, that's also kind of tying back with Justin. When our devs have obviously liaised with the devs at Secret Network, there's been things that could be done. There's things that we didn't know that had to be had to be changed. And it's all stuff for the better that's made our solution even stronger. So as we look forward now, the MVP was obviously released yesterday. It is obviously a beta release of the Strongbox, and we're going to now be inviting a lot of people to do the testing. The secret agent community are going to be at the forefront of helping us with that. And obviously any organic feedback that we can kind of garner from those people within that, that setup is going to be of paramount importance for us to enhance what we're working on just now to deliver a more mature version of the product towards the end of the year when it'll become more readily available for retail users, for commercial users, uh, just generally B2B, B2C customers. And that means that we are now going to also have to turn focus towards the I guess the second part of our private sales of the token, the search token, which we are working on at the moment to try and roll out. So we will have some news, I guess, by the end of, I think, I'm hoping at the end of August, we should have clear kind of communication, line of communication about the search token and what we will be offering with regards to staking. We're also going to be looking to kind of make some bigger changes with the community. And again, that's actually with the help, of, that's why I touched on that point. That's with the help of Secret Network again and their sort of expertise. You guys have been in this space longer than we have and uh, it would it would be 
folly not to take advantage of the, the the kind of the level of experience that your team has. So we're going to be tapping into that skill set and that knowledge set to help us enhance our community and help us grow uh, our offering in that sense as well and, and get people more involved there. As we move into next year, the, there, there's there's a lot of bigger things that we would like to do. Obviously, we've got all of the standard things you would see with a project like this. There's going to be a lot of pen, ongoing penetration testing. Uh, Security is going to be massive on this project we have to be also focusing on the bug bounty program that we we will put in place but we are looking to also integrate um, an additional uh, layer of uh, security on the product with another pr uh, project that's out there uh, you probably you guys may have heard of this the team at architect uh, who are behind Unidas so we are work, we're kind of talking in the moment with Unidas about implementing and integrating their future, it's not available at the moment, one of their future biometric solutions to also add an extra layer of security to the product as well. So those are just some of the things at the top of my mind that we will be doing. But rest assured, that plan's probably set to change <laughs> not long after we end this call. Because one thing I've learned in the, in the last six months is that it's a very reactive space and it's all about how you conduct yourself to make sure that you're ready to work with the changes that are presented to you around about. And that's one thing the team have been very, very good at is working together to help each other remain dynamic, remain prepared and always kind of humble enough to understand that uh, there's no point in, in being stubborn and with your feet in the ground and just fixating on one idea because you had it. It's the, it's the ability to adapt and move with the trend that's happening with privacy, decentralization, everything that goes with it that we think is going to be uh, something that really helps to set Serenity Shield apart on a roadmap as we grow. Amazing. I mean, again, super thorough answer. And I love that you guys have a clear vision for everything, and, and but also see like how things can evolve over time here. And I'm sure the community feedback is going to be essential uh, in seeing what gets adopted. We look forward to giving you guys a lot of visibility with a lot of users who might be a great beachhead market for you as privacy conscious consumers. So quickly, before we get into uh, my last scripted question, and at which point we'll start bringing up any questions from the audience that's here. Uh, I did want to restate, we do have a secret badge. We usually re-announce it about this time. So check out the pinned tweet here within this secret space. Again, if you have not used Secret Network at all, if you're curious about it, this is a great way to get started. These are free to mint badges. You don't even need secret for gas. You can just visit the pinned tweet. Today's claim code is strongbox. Type in strongbox. You can claim the badge. You can get your very first secret NFT. You can look inside the private metadata to see something special from the Serenity Shield team. Uh, these badges are only good for a limited time. You will never be able to mint them again when the claim codes close. So if you want to prove that you were here, go grab it. Remember, it's private by default, so you never have to show it off to anybody that you don't want to. But it's a great way to uh, be able to be eligible to uh, receive anything in the future that might relate to your attendance here. Uh, not saying anything in particular, but just good to know. Uh, let's get back to the meat then. With that restated, uh, how can people then get involved now? You were mentioning that you were already talking to some of the guys in the secret agent program. We have a lot of experienced community builders and experts in our ecosystem who love getting hands-on with projects, helping them build out their initial communities. We have a very experimental community, as you might imagine as well, that just loves to get stuff first, loves to be on the bleeding edge. So if somebody wants to get involved right now with the project or with the product, what should they do? Well, I think today is more than ever before, there's, there's a very obvious way that people can get involved with the project and it's to send us a note of interest to become a tester of, or a beta tester of the MVP launch of our Strongbox. And we can, we can provide that information at the end of the call. I can do it just now if you want. But that would be the very first and most obvious way that people can genuinely get involved to try and help us with feedback in any way possible, good, bad, everything, because we, 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 need to, we need to make this the best solution it can possibly be. So they can email us at beta-dap at serenityshield.io and it will be a first-come, first-served basis. We have had quite a number of emails already we've received with interest to test that. But it's going to be difficult getting in front of the queue because the secret agents are, are, are believe, are ready to go. 
I had a very good call with Skrilla today and he was really, really knowledgeable about the, the agent program. I actually signed up myself as the Justin and Liam, a few of us signed up. And I, honestly, I was blown away by how organized and how much fun your community program is with the agents. It's very, very clever. So I'm looking forward to integrating more of that into our community. And what we will be doing as a result of your secret agent program, you get, it's given us ideas to have our own sort of thing. And we know the guys at Shade Protocol have got the Shade Warriors. And uh, we are going to implement something called the Serenity Sentinels. And the idea behind the Sentinel is a set of someone that can keep guard and keep watch. And that all ties back with our whole philosophy that we are a calm among the storm and we want to offer that layer of protection. So there will be opportunities that people should stay tuned for. As we've said, we're a, we're a new team. We're a new project. We are in the early stages. We're very infant, but we are ready to start growing now and scaling up and with the help of Patrick, Skrilla, all the guys in the in the secret agent team, we will be looking for help from the secret agent community to start integrating within ours and get involved to help us grow Serenity Shield and get the word out there that the strong box is here to help you and your family protect your data in a private and safe way. And I would also add uh, in the shorter term, uh, we would also invite everybody to join our online community. I mean, it's clear from the number of people who have shown up here that that privacy is important to a lot of people, and and that it's a problem that weighs heavily on everybody's mind if they've paid attention to this space at all. That gives us a lot of confidence that we're on the right track in the first place. And you know what we're trying to do is we're trying to build something greater than than ourselves, and and. I, I think that's the basis of this relationship between Secret Network and Serenity Shield. But to get back to the to the actual question at hand, join our Discord, join our Telegram group, follow us on Twitter. All of that's important. But also, if you haven't joined Secret Network's community, do that as well. This is a this is a community driven effort. It's not just about what we're doing. It, it, it's a group effort. And the more we can facilitate and cultivate that sort of approach to solving these problems, building a greater mind share of everybody who is involved in this space, understanding, educating what is what the problems are, I think that's going to be beneficial for everybody. So by all means, you know, join our community and uh, we welcome you. Amazing. I love the sentiment. I mean, we, as you guys already know, are a very community-led and community-driven and community-motivated project. None of this makes sense. None of this is useful unless people actually use it at the end of the day. It's very important for us as builders in the space with Secret. One of the things we've always stressed is pragmatism and chasing actual meaningful adoption, not purely academic explorations. So if you read also today, uh, we did just release a new blog post from guy the founder of secret labs and founder of secret network he is explaining a lot of the fundamentals around web3 privacy and exactly why we chose the fundamental pragmatic approach to web3 privacy that we've implemented in the network over the course of this three-part series you're going to learn as a community a lot about a why we made our choices but b what other choices might be available to us in the future to increase privacy guarantees for users at layer one, and also increase decentralization, and also increase, uh, well, I should say, decrease our reliance on any kind of centralized services, and just in general, make these systems more robust and more secure. Every partner building on top of Secret is going to be able to benefit from that improved flexibility. And it's all thanks to everybody in the ecosystem who's building at the DAP layer, at layer one, uh, all the wonderful validators, relayers, et cetera. It is a community effort to create products and services like this that can serve the entire Web3 ecosystem. We've got 15 minutes left. This is the time where I am going to openly call for anybody listening to this space now. Please raise your hand. We can bring you on stage. You can ask your questions directly to the Serenity Shield team. There's no better moment to do this. We've got their full, undivided attention. Please let us know. Please stick your hands up. We can bring you up here if you're curious about how the product works, how they got started, if you've got personal questions, or if you've got a little bit of um, you know, technical 
uh, holes to pick in anything, stick your hand up. You've got the most qualified people in the world to kind of answer this about Serenity Shield today, about Strongbox, about all this stuff coming up. And again, I'll remind you, please follow all of our speakers here. Uh, if you're not already, follow Serenity Shield if you're interested in their solutions. Follow the individuals who are helping to build out the products and the platforms. It is very valuable when we can support builders directly like that. Uh, so if anybody in the audience has a question, stick your hand up. We will bring you up here on stage. In the meantime, Serenity, guys, is there anything I forgot to ask? Anything you would love the community to know or understand about you, about the product, uh, about the vision, or really anything else at all? Uh, that that you wish you'd gotten a chance to talk about, but I just didn't ask. No, I think from my point of view, Tora, the the one thing that you you said there, I, I was actually reading that article that uh, Guy had put out earlier on, and I think it's the most important thing. I I touched upon this earlier on. The one thing that people forget when we talk about cryptocurrencies and blockchain and every all those those words that go around those subjects is that we need to get to a point where we have solutions and practical approaches that take advantage of the technology that we have in place. And that was the whole philosophy and the whole idea behind Serenity Shield, that we we didn't want to arrive on the scene with a promise and an idea. We wanted to do it and, and actually roll something out prior to our token launch and prior to all that stuff that, that, that is kind of synonymous with the space and actually let people see that there is a tangible, usable utility that they can use like the same way they would a DAP or an app on their mobile phone for something in their everyday life. And we think that this is something that is very, very important. And with what I'm seeing in this privacy space and the, the synergy, especially with the projects that are hovering around the secret network kind of infrastructure, there is just so much shared vision for having an array of DAPs and solutions that can be part of a bigger spectrum of products that people can tap into and use as and when required. For us, we don't see ourselves as being a one uh, solution that does everything in privacy. We see ourselves, I think Justin coined a term on a call recently, it's that we, we're a tool within your shed of tools. That's that's the way we see ourselves. And Serenity Shield should be there as a complementary tool to other tools. And that's where being part of the secret network system and integrating with other solutions like us, I think, we, I think we're I think we here at a really interesting time where we can see the future of uh, of, of the space is going, as, as Dan said it as well earlier on, we're going to see a lot of growth in the next few years where people are going to start having a demand for utility and less ideology and less sort of vision and actually getting to a point where we have usable, tangible products. And that was the whole ethos behind what we wanted to achieve from the, the very first day and hour we set out. Yeah, and just to quickly quickly play on that idea too, the idea that the ecosystem is bigger than us and we're just a piece of the larger organism and we grow together. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the stage. Yeah. I just want to ask about the uh, picture I saw in the private metadata from the secret badge. So if the Serenity team can just explain what they're trying to do, with this picture, I can see they creating a strong boss account and you can see Phantom, then Binance. So just want to know if they can explain how it looks there. It was a little challenging to hear the question. I, I hear that you're asking about what was in the private metadata, which is cool. Sure. Maybe if other people want to see what you're talking about, they should claim the badge. But go, <laughs> ask, ask it again. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is that I want to know, I, I want the team to explain what the picture is trying to say. Let's say, is it uh, kind of opening a strong boss ac account or something so I can see Phantom, Dynamite, and you can see, uh, see, so don't quite understand. So you just want them to explain the page. Yeah, no problem. I, I think to try, and, to try and help you understand, it's a very, very basic uh, it is a spoiler alert, so <laughs> your your question's giving away a bit what the image is, but it, it's it's really just a, a snapshot of the user interface, mm -hmm. so that anyone that ac acquires that metadata today can 
have a look and see exactly how the platform looks behind the scenes. It doesn't go into, there's nothing in the in that screenshot that shows how the, the program would work, the platform would work, how you would use it, how you would set it up. It's literally just designed to show you the layout of the user interface and what our, our kind of working solution at the moment looks like so that you can visualize it in your head. But all of the other parts, you're going to probably have to get to the point where you apply to become a tester using the email address that I suggested, which was beta hyphen dap at serentishield.io and that would give you then a chance to connect and then explore the the solution in the platform because all, all you're seeing at the moment is literally one screenshot uh, one snapshot of the user interface behind the scenes all right right okay will i be able to get the mail if i can patch you through your uh discord or telegram so yeah, that would be fine. Absolutely fine. Even even if you want to message us here on Twitter, if you just send us a, a note of what you're looking for, and we'll be happy to provide a written copy of the email address. All right, right, right. Be happy to test it. No problem. Send us your details, and if you can get in, as I say, it's first to come first serve. So if we've got space, we we would be delighted to to invite you to try. All right, all right. Awesome, awesome connection to make, and thanks for the question. Uh, anybody else in the community who's got a similar question or a completely different question, stick your hand up now. We've got about eight minutes to go until the top of the hour. This is the best time to get uh, get your question out there, get it answered. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I haven't mentioned. Patrick, I mean, you're already on stage. Not to put you on the spot, is there anything that you've been curious about or anything that you've learned while working with the Serenity team here? For all I know, Patrick went to go make a sandwich. I don't blame him. I, I actually have a question for the community, the secret community. Oh, um, okay, so as Nico's pointed out earlier, you know we are we're happy to be among the group of DApps and builders that are, are are flocking here for the synergies and the ideas and everything that's actually in the ecosystem and like what you guys are building as a community that's attracting people to want to use it. What does the secret community want to see out of what builders are bringing to the platform? What could we do possibly that other people haven't done yet? I mean, just to see, we don't lead with saying we want to be a decentralized and community driven and built product without actually exercising that. So, you know, it, it, feedback is everything. I appreciate you guys putting yourselves out there. I mean, honestly, building successful products is the best contribution you can be making to Secret or any other ecosystem, right? We care first and foremost about adoption. If you guys drive adoption, then we love you. And if you do great education, on behalf of the network, like explaining why you are building on it, explaining how you're leveraging the solutions, then all the better. That's also developer education. So we'd love to stay in touch with you guys. Keep building out some educational materials for other builders to understand how they can leverage Secret. The last piece that I think you guys are in a very unique position to do, uh, just given how you're bridging ecosystems already, is we would love to get more involved with doing this storytelling outside the Secret community outside the IBC ecosystem, just in general. And being able to reach a community like Solana that definitely thinks very hard about end user adoption is a great opportunity for us. Anytime that there's an opportunity for us to come into that ecosystem, connect with builders or influencers or anybody with stature within the Solana ecosystem, where we can tell the story together, talk about what you guys are building, talk about how you're leveraging secret as part of the stack, we certainly don't see ourselves as a competitor to these kinds of networks. We see ourselves as collaborators. You guys are in a great position to help us tell that story to those community members, to help them understand that there is a way to fight for end user privacy in the crypto space while straddling multiple layer one ecosystems. It's not being a maximalist. It's not about being a maximalist. It's about identifying the problems that are the most worth solving. If I could just jump in there, one last thing about that. It's funny you should mention that that aspect of it we're actually part of our mandate as you can probably tell we are very community driven we you know this is this is a big part of of what drives us but we're actually planning on developing a full education suite to to sort of help people you know walk them along not just from the basics to to understand how they use this stuff in a practical sense but also helping them sorry that was my dog shaking i apologize um trying to trying to help people have a deeper richer understanding of what this space is all about so yes there's going to be a practical component to it that's going to be a large component to it 
Uh, and that will reach out in, in many ways, not just to this space, but also to a more uh, traditional finance retail space, because again, that is where we're going uh, as, a, as a space generally, but also just to help people understand what this is all about, the, whole, the entire movement. So we really are trying to take a much more holistic approach to, to education. It's not just going to be about technology. There's some things in the background I can't really talk about yet that we will be we will be elaborating on as time goes on. That's part of the roadmap that we haven't exposed yet. And I can't talk about that. But I think from that perspective, I think the community will be very, very happy, very pleased with what we're about to start doing from that perspective. So awesome. Really awesome, guys. No, everybody I've spoken to has had a great time collaborating with your team, learning more about the vision for the product. And that just really speaks to uh, the vision that you guys are building out. I expect to be continuing to hear a lot more about you guys over the coming months, years, et cetera, as people start to realize that we need things we can actually use for useful purposes, as opposed to things that are more about how quickly they can grow, how much we can speculate. Like I've said on spaces before, right? I'm not terribly interested in permissionless leverage trading. There's plenty of ways to make and lose money as fast as you could possibly want. But for things like this, where we want just better systems that leverage Web3 stacks, yes, we're in an ecosystem that relies on uh, incentive coordination and tokenization and things like that. Like These are really interesting economic models. They'll always be interesting. But the economic models are not the only focus. Uh, the focus is the solutions that the products are providing. How we get there, you know, economic models, tokenomics, things like that. These are these are a means to an end, but the end ultimately needs to be end user adoption, end user protection, all the things that you've been talking about, all the things we love to talk about at Layer One as well. So glad to have you guys in the ecosystem. I do think that you're already being good actors within the ecosystem, but as I said, the best thing you can do is succeed and scale. So let us know how, as a community and as builders, we can support you in that vision. You've got it absolutely, and we we intend to be working very closely with you guys uh, into the future. So it's been an absolute pleasure so far, and long may it continue. Great. Uh, I see one more hand up here. I'm going to add this speaker, and then uh, I think that's all we'll have time for. We'll wrap up the space. So just going to bring them on stage. And remember, we do these every week. I'll make one more announcement at the end of this to remind people. Welcome to the stage. Did you have a question for the team? It took a bit. I don't know if you were talking to me, but um, the question um, I have, and uh, thank you for having this space. I've um, been to another one before, and it definitely triggered my interest, um, is why did you choose the Solana blockchain? Um, and um, and I don't understand what um, end user means in particular. So um, the benefit of, of that. Sure. Oh, sorry, Nikos. You want to take that? On you go, Justin. On you go. So we chose the Solana network to make sure that our ability to mint the NFTs, that is actually the sharding of the encrypted information that allows you to have um, inheritance or, or backup on Ledger, was always going to be affordable for our users. As we branch into interoperability, you know, there will be the opportunity that someone can choose to do that on a chain like Ethereum, albeit paying much, much higher prices. However, if it's something they have a preference for, then they're more than welcome to do it. Uh, we do lead with self-sovereignty here. So our goal and um, responsibility is to give the user all the tools that they need to make uh, their own choices, right? Um, and by end user, we mean the person that would actually sign up to use the service. So, you know, although I'm on the team, I'm the intended end user. I'm somebody that wants to protect access to my digital assets and then be able to offer a decentralized uh, form of inheritance where I don't have to involve third party intermediaries, middlemen, lawyers, any of that. Um, I can choose to whom I want to leave whatever and then implement that with the smart contract and initiate it, um, which is really I think what we all here want is privacy and self-sovereignty over what's ours, right? Like Dan's written some really great articles about how the erosion of privacy through the advents of, of technology is just something sort of like the frog that's in the boiling water that doesn't realize that the temperature is being turned up until it's too late. Um, and we see here uh, an opportunity to jump in and, and be uh, good actors 
as Tor said, in the pursuit toward a space where people actually have the ability to make their own decisions and their own choices without anybody else pulling the strings. So I, I hope that answered your question. And just, I think there was one other part to that question was the end user element as well. So just to clarify what we mean by an end user, an end user and, and is essentially anyone that can physically utilize or, or, or use our product. So that could be someone from the retail sector. It could be a, a more commercial type customer that has a business requirement. But an end user is simply just uh, someone that will can, and uh, uh, the once we've developed the more mature version of this this product, is anyone that can take advantage of its utility. Got it. That makes way more sense. Thank you. No problem. And yeah, thank you for the question. Yeah, that's a great question to wrap up on. I really appreciate you joining the space. We appreciate everybody joining the space. Thank you again for coming and supporting this Renity Shield team, getting your questions answered, I hope. Please follow them. I will remind you, follow them here. Uh, guys, before we let you go, anywhere else people should go to stay in touch with the team and the project, websites they should visit, discords they should join, let people know before we drop off. I think I'll leave that with our uh, communications head, Nikos. So I actually just, you, you guys glitched on me for a second. Oh, I get it. So, you know, we're on Twitter, Telegram, Discord. Uh, you can also drop us an email. I'm Justin at serenityshield.io. If you uh, have any questions about technical product dev or anything like that, you want to follow up with that maybe didn't get asked on the AMA, I'm, my door is always open. I'm actually not on Telegram that much. So if you hit me up there, I might not get back. So apologies, but email is always good. Was the question with regards to where can you contact us? I'm assuming. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we've got we've also got a LinkedIn account and our Instagram as well. So there's plenty of places you can reach us, and we have a, a general marketing address, marketing address as well. If anyone would like to talk to us and uh, send ideas or suggestions, they can do that via marketing at serentishield.io. Also, awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Again, we've got the link to Secret Badges pinned to this space. If you want to prove that you were here sometime in the future, but of course, you care about privacy, so you don't want it to be exposed by default, claim your secret badge. The claim code today was Strongbox. Type that in. You'll be able to claim your badge. Uh, thank you again to the Serenity Shield team. Thank you again to our community who asked the questions. Thanks to everybody who showed up. We'll get this cleaned up. We'll get it onto the secret YouTube, which you can subscribe to. Please also follow this Twitter account and then join us on Discord at chat.scrt.network. If you'd love to join the secret agents who help support projects like Serenity Shield and spread the word about Web3 privacy solutions and who pioneer all these great apps, check it out at scrt.network slash agents. Really appreciate everybody who joined today. Thank you again. Every week we do these, we will see you again the exact same time next week. So August 16th. At 4 p.m. UTC, we'll do this all over again with a different team, with a different feature. And if you're lucky, uh, you might even have another Secret Spaces this week, a special edition to discuss privacy in Web3, which is suddenly in the news, uh, which, you know, for better or worse, uh, it's time to have a conversation about what that means for us as users, for us as builders. So stay tuned. We may announce another Secret Space for you guys to join and participate in later this week, hopefully with some other special guests. But thanks again for coming today. Thanks again to the Serenity Shield team. Really appreciate you guys taking the time. Our pleasure was all ours. It was, a, it, was, it was great. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. This was awesome. Looking forward to it for so long. And I'm happy that it, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm sad that it's over, but I was so happy to be a part of it. So thank you. Thanks, everybody. It's never over. But thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, true. You, you can tell you guys. Justin's a, a secret fanboy, you know. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Oh, feelings mutual, guys. Thanks again. And thanks, everybody. Thanks, for one. See you next Take week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Secret Spaces featuring the Serenity Shield team recorded on Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hustle.
hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces. Spaces.